You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. This is a podcast where we chat healthy habits and positive mindset to help you thrive. into today's episode, I'm so excited to welcome a fellow healthy hustler to share a healthy habit that is helping them thrive. If you have a healthy habit that you'd love to share on the podcast, you can do so by hitting me up on Instagram at Madeline Carafa. Hello, healthy hustlers. My name is Beth. I live in Camperdown in regional Victoria. You can find me on Instagram at essential underscore wellness underscore co. My healthy habit that is helping me thrive at the moment is getting up in the morning before my daughters just to have some time to myself. I sit outside and have my cuppa on the deck watching the sunrise and do a little meditation or a couple of minutes of slow breathing. It just really helps set me up for the day, helps me feel present and grateful and I find I move with so much more intention on the days that I do this. Thank you so much for sharing your wonderful healthy habit. I absolutely love that one. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome to an exciting and a little bit of a different episode. Today, I am actually going to be joined by a very special guest, a avid listener of the podcast and someone who's become a very good Instagram friend, a beautiful cheerleader. And today, together, we're actually going to be diving into one of my favorite topics, something that I do talk about on the show, but maybe haven't dived into in depth, and it is is the connection between your personal style and your overall well-being and mindset. And so I do talk a lot about how what you wear and the way you present yourself can really have a positive impact on your overall energetic level. But today we're going to dive into this in a lot more detail and I'm so excited to be joined by Alicia for this. But I'm going to start the episode of just sharing a bit of my personal insights and knowledge on this topic and how it's helped me over the years, really, I guess, step into my own power and also my authenticity and how I believe your personal style can really truly have such a positive impact on the way that, you know, the energy that you are showing up in every day. So I'm going to start this episode by sharing a little bit about how I believe your personal style can really impact the way you show up, your interactions, your self-confidence, and even your worthiness of accepting opportunities and good things coming your way. So personal style really does go beyond just fashion. You know, it's so easy to think about it as fashion and what we wear, but it really does kind of encompass so many different aspects. You know, it's how we present ourselves to the world includes not only the clothes that we're choosing to wear, but also like our grooming habits. If you're having your hair done or your nails done, you know, your overall aesthetics, I guess, of the way you're presenting yourself. I think the thing that I love most about really having a personal style that you can own is that it really allows you to authentically express yourself. The coolest part is that there's like literally no right or wrong to this. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no one way to having a personal style. It's really about you embodying 
the way that you desire to show up, if that's based on your mood, your energy for that day, like how do you want to express yourself to the world? You know, when you think about the way that you dress really reflecting your true self, not only will that boost your confidence, but it also has such a super positive impact on your self-esteem and feeling comfortable and authentic in your own style can really help you navigate the world with, I guess, a lot more positivity. And I really started to learn this from my upbringing. So it really started for me as a kid. And so my mum has always did such an incredible job of really allowing me to show my own authenticity through the way that I dressed. And it started from a really young age, well before I can even remember. But I remember my mum always telling me stories of allowing me to go to the supermarket and I'd have like these glitter rainbow gumboots on and a fairy skirt and then like a really funny t-shirt and like a hundred hair clips and a headband and she's like you know people would stop in the street and be like oh Maddie look at that outfit and you know we lived in a really small town so mum's like oh the amount of comments that we would get that sometimes it was like people like oh how are you letting your daughter dress like that leaving the house like that but Her telling me that stuff really, I guess, had a positive impact on me understanding that connection of why I've always found it easy to express myself through fashion and the way that I dress. And I have really tried to mirror that with my daughter, Georgia, of really letting herself express herself through clothing. And my favorite part of my day, honestly, is seeing the outfit that Georgia comes out in every single morning. She's four and a half now. She's been dressing herself since before she was three. And some of the outfits have been absolutely atrocious. I have a very vivid memory of letting her go to the shops, to the supermarket. We did our whole grocery shop and she had a rainbow patterned puffer jacket on with a nappy and pink gumboots and a headband like a flower headband in her hair that's what she wanted to wear and I was like you know what she's covered she's not nude so I'm going with this but I really believe that it's like empowered her to show up and have this like creative energy when it comes to clothes and that's exactly how I feel I feel like I've always been able to really represent the way that I feel and the way that I want to show up and the way I want to interact with people through my clothing and don't get me wrong I look back on some of my fashion choices I'm like oh my goodness Maddie but I remember at the time feeling so good in that particular outfit or you know choosing that and feeling empowered and I guess that also you know I really continued to dive into this topic and just the power that our personal style has when I changed from a Catholic private high school where we were very dictated on the way that we dressed We had to have our tie fully done up, our top button done up, our shirt tucked in, like you had to all be presented in exactly the same way. And although I believe a lot of goodness came from that, if I'm honest, like I love that we had to be so well-groomed and that we were taught to, you know, show up in a really presentable way because I feel like that's fostered a lot of and nurtured a lot of growth in the way of knowing what is important in different occasions and how to dress for say a business opportunity versus like, a coffee date with a friend. And so I do really appreciate what came from having to, you know, abide by a certain dress code. But then moving from that to a public school where it was literally, we had so much freedom to self-express. Basically, all you had to do was have 
one form of the uniform on if it's like the summer dress but you could have it cut however you want and wear whatever socks you wanted and have a t-shirt under it or a jumper over it or like you know you were literally so free to self-express with this uniform basically you can make it your own so there was people that would come in like the jumpers and the shirt but like ripped jeans and then there was other people that would wear the dresses as like tiny mini dresses or they'd cut the dress and wear it as a skirt and then like a almost half crop top but the thing that I loved about that was at such a young age you know that was year 11 and 12 for me it actually made me realize how diverse personal style can be and there's not this box that we have to fit into you know you don't have to be a certain style and as I've evolved my personal style over the years I've remembered and reminded myself I don't have to fit into a box you know one day I can be in clothes that are like really feminine and you know bright and colorful and make me kind of bask in that feminine beautiful motherly energy or I can be in a blazer and a black skirt and you know high heels and really embody that boss lady that you know go-getter energy that I want to desire so I guess they're just some like stories on how my clothing choices and my personal style has evolved over the years and how I believe it is just such a powerful tool when it does come to our mindset. So one of the things I really love to do is to pay attention to how my outfit or my style for a day is actually going to align with the feelings and the mood that I'm actually in. Like, do I want to show up in a fun and vibrant way or do I want to feel like I said before, a lady boss who's just so wildly capable of conquering her ballsy goals, you know, or do I want to be in a more flowy, effortless girl who just, I don't know, looks put together, but didn't actually spend that much time doing it like these are all the ways that you can really use your clothing choices to mirror the mood or the mindset or the emotional state that you want to communicate with and and step into and allow people to see before you even speak like your personal style has the ability to literally present so much about yourself before you even interact with the world before you even say a single word like your personal style has the ability to say so much so quickly on your behalf and I freaking love that about it I really love that we can use personal style and clothing and our grooming habits and the way we have our hair and our overall aesthetics as a form of self-expression for the ways and the energy that we desire to step into So now I would like to welcome a very exciting guest to the show. She's an expert stylist, a PT, and overall just super human. And she's literally, this woman is like the ultimate cheerleader. I adore her. So if you are not following Alicia already on Instagram, then please head over to Feel Be Look on Instagram and give Alicia a follow. So a very, very warm welcome to my special, special friend, an amazing cheerleader, ultimate hype girl, Leish. <laughs> Welcome to the Healthy Hustlers. Oh, Mads, I'm over the moon to be here. I don't think you quite understand what this means for me. I have listened to every episode and I've been your biggest fan for years. So it feels oh. like a real pinch me moment to be sitting oh, here. thank you. No, I just adore you. I adore your energy and just the way you show up and you're just such an inspiration to me. You, you just constantly show up and you're just in the best energy all the time. And so I'm so, so thrilled to have you on the show. But I'm going to ask, 
ask. I didn't say your last name when I was reintroducing <laughs> you. I feel like that's the worst part about podcasting is that you um, have to say people's full names and I'm the worst <laughs> at reading names. You just expected so, to know. Literally. <laughs> Can you please tell me how I pronounce your last name? Well, I'm going to make you feel slightly better because I don't even say it correctly <laughs> myself. I am very Aussie in the way that I say it. Essentially, it's Alicia Casagrande. You can roll the tongue, but please don't. It's not even worth it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. Now, Alicia, I'm going to dive straight into it today, but I know you are such an expert in this space and you really do embody how fashion and our overall well-being really combine to, I guess, you know, be an amazing mindset habit and allow us to show up in, in such a beautiful way. And so I really want to start with finding out, I guess it's one thing me you know, saying it has positive impact, but I know you can really talk to, I guess, the psychological effect that fashion does play on women and their overall well-being and their mental state. So can you dive into, I guess, that like science side, that like in-depth side in a little bit more detail for me? Oh, absolutely. I could talk about this underwater. Mads, as a stylist, I guess I've always known since day dot that my love of fashion far exceeds, you know, trends or what's currently online or in store. And I've always had this real curiosity and interest about the science behind clothes, you know, things like how to get more wear out of them, how clothes can change the way that you feel from the inside out and how colours can completely change your state of mind. So it's always been the transformative power of clothes that excites me personally the most. So yes. this is very much my jam. <laughs> what I will start off, I guess, first and foremost is, have you heard of the concept and cloth cognition before, Mads? No. And cloth cognition is probably one of the best examples of fashion being so much more than just fashion, which you know, that's what we want to chat about today. And it was actually a term coined by two cognitive psychologists. And after doing a number of studies to really examine the performance related effect and the psychological effect that wearing specific clothes has on the person wearing them. So in a nutshell, they were on, I guess, a mission to prove that the clothes that we wear has a huge influence over how a person thinks, feels and behaves, which is pretty powerful. And there's a lot of science behind this yeah you might have even have experienced the effects of thin cloth cognition yourself I know that you know most people who work from home will know that whilst comfy (laughs) wearing active wear all day does absolutely nothing for your focus and your productivity so it really does help to put on a slightly more considered and polished outfit one that's still equally as comfortable just to get you into that frame of mind and to tell your whole self that it's time to focus now that's in cloth cognition at play Oh, I love that because I feel like that was one of my like greatest or most powerful tools last year when I was like predominantly in mum mode 24-7. But I had these little windows where Georgia would be at kinder and Rocco would have his nap. And those days I would literally wake up and I started getting dressed and like like I was going to work, even though I was still just going to be home with Rocco all morning and it was only going to be at 12 o'clock that I could jump on the computer and do some stuff. But treating that like I was getting ready for work literally had such a different impact on my productivity and everything. Like Mm -hmm. I was like, 
wow, this is so powerful. I'm a genius. <laughs> it is. It's an energetic shift that happens. And it's almost like a light switches on. And I know you've had Taria Pitt on the podcast before, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, once upon amazing. a time, she uploaded a great post on Instagram with regards to this encloft cognition concept. She uploaded a photo of herself wearing the mask and the compression suit that she had to wear during her recovery. Now, if anyone's not familiar with Taria Pitt, she actually suffered horrific full body burns to over 60% of her body during a horrific freak bushfire incident. And in the caption of that post, she shared a really simple strategy that she used to help her overcome this huge self-conscious feeling that she felt every time she had to wear that mask and compression suit, especially when she was working out at the gym. And it's a Mm. strategy that so many of us underestimate and it's super simple. She said, all I did was buy myself some great active wear, ones that I felt really amazing in. And what this did is that it it made her feel more confident almost instantly. Yeah. It triggered this mental shift that positively affected not only her performance, but increased her confidence. And she is, you know, living proof of just how yeah. a simple switch of clothing can completely change your mindset. So I thought that's so powerful. Wow. And again, that's in cloth cognition at play. I love that. It's incredible, isn't it? Like, I love that this stuff is backed by so much science and research oh. and study because it's like, like I know I listened to a podcast episode with Rochelle um, a while ago, Rochelle Fox, and she was like talking about standards basically and like things that we settle for. And I feel like things like, yeah, personal grooming and, you know, what we wear and that can sometimes be looked at as like materialistic things or like, you know, oh, she puts so much mm. emphasis on the way she looks. Like it can have a really negative connotation from the outside looking in where people can be judgmental and stuff. Yeah, superficial, yeah. Yeah, superficial stuff. But it's like when you actually really dive into this, like it's really powerful stuff that can help us. Like I even know the days that I'm dressed nice and, you know, like feel good in my outfit, I'm so much more likely to show up in my business and online, which, you know, my business is an online business. The days I'm at home in my like sweats and pajamas, like I'm not jumping on Instagram, (laughs) I'm not talking to anyone. (laughs) But it's like, it is that energy of like, that's energy that I'm basking in, you know? Oh, it's incredibly powerful. And that's just clothing. Then we can go one step further and talk about the power behind colour. There's been this real interesting link between the areas of fashion and wellness. And it's work that a fashion journalist and psychologist, Annabelle Meldanadu, is doing. Now, she is currently doing her part to prove that colour plays a big role in helping to reduce anxiety and depression, improving focus and ambition, and really... I guess, increasing a sense of calmness. And, you know, anyone who battles frequently with anxiety, myself included, will know that they are naturally drawn to neutral colours, things like Mm -hmm. beige, whites and greys because of the calming effect of these colours. So she's working with clothing brands at the moment to educate them on how to use the psychology of colour when designing and putting together future collections to increase the success of their brand. So that's like a win-win for everyone, right? Wow. For anyone who's really interested in diving in I guess experimenting with color a little bit more what are some things like say if they want to tap more into their intuition is there a Mm -hmm. bigger is there a color is there you know some of those kind of main things I guess in personal development that we want to maybe tap into do you have some color representations in clothing that you could give as an example 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny you say that because colour really should be one of the first priorities considered when dressing, yet strangely enough, it's often overlooked and it all comes down to first impressions and how we're perceived and received by others. Mm -hmm. And I think really approaching this from the mindset of how do I want to be perceived or received by others? And just knowing what colours portray that. So, you know, our red often portrays a sense of power and authority. Mm. White often conveys an element of trust. Black is somewhat considered elegant and professional. And, you know, our blues and greens are considered more natural and relaxed. So, you know, depending on what you've got going on in the day, it's like, how do I want to show up? How do I want other people to perceive me? If I am wanting to prove my worth for a certain Mm -hmm. promotion at work, maybe I should consider wearing red or choose a colour scheme that might take a a level of confidence to pull off or if I'm wanting to come across as more approachable and friendly maybe choose your blues and greens those sort of colorways and honestly it's hugely powerful and it all it all comes back to that first impression because as human beings we are very quick to judge and assume and that happens within nanoseconds yes like I've heard you say before it's a way to speak without having to even open your mouth. Yes, so true. I remember a friend I used to, well, she it was who I originally launched a podcast with, Amy, and we used to work side by side in corporate. And she always wore red lipstick when she wanted to be in her power. Like if she'd have to go into a board meeting, she'd put this bright red lipstick on and I was like, and she like the that almost just emphasized power in my eyes. Like I'd look at her and be like, wow, I'm like taking you so serious right now. Like you mean business. It works, right? So as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, wow, I remember her putting that lipstick on and it was like automatically I felt like she seemed more powerful or like, you know, really stepping into her power. Just on that, I'm actually doing a masterclass for Business Chicks next week all about how to increase your impact. And on the colour red, Naomi Simpson, the founding director of Red Balloon, she always wears the colour red because red is one of the most memorable colours. It's one of the most remembered colours of brands. So she constantly wears the colour red because she says that colour is the one thing that she uses consistently to help people get to know her. And people might not remember her, but they'll always remember what she was wearing. That is seriously so cool. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I guess for anyone who is listening and they want to really, I guess, start to enhance their personal style, what would be some practical practical tips that they could really start to, I guess, play with and, you know, have fun with to really, yeah, boost their own personal style and get them feeling confident. Oh, I've got so many. But even just going back to the concept of enclosed cognition, what's really exciting is that all of us can use this concept to change how we feel and how we show up in the world. I get Mm -hmm. that we're not changing the world or changing lives here, but you sure as hell can change your world and the way that you show up just by giving your outfit a little bit more thought. So when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself, how do I want to feel today? And actually give it a name. Do you want to feel friendly, sexy, confident, powerful? Give it a name. Then ask yourself, what outfit can I wear that's going to make me feel that way? What color or colors make me feel that way? A lot of women, we tend to dress for the way that we feel. But if you're not loving the way that you feel, which, you know, that's a large majority of us, a large percentage of the time, it's really powerful to dress for the way that you want to feel. So if you want to feel sexy, wear something sexy. If you want to feel cute, wear something cute. If you want to 
feel powerful, wear something structured. If you want to feel feminine, wear something flowy. Something else I really want to mention too is this sort of relates to fashion being used more so as a wellness tool. And I tell all of my clients that they can do all the squats and eat all the salads, but if they leave the house still wearing their daggy undies, they're never going to feel their best, right? So if you want to feel more confident about the way that you look, approach your outfit in the same way that you would approach your diet, right? If you're wanting to feel better. And what I mean by that is focus first on the things that people don't see. You know, the things that you put inside your body, or in this case, the things that you wear underneath your outfit, like your underwear, and naturally the outside will fall into place over time. So that would be another really helpful strategy. Oh, that's so good. Do you know, I actually, I can, you just triggered, I remember if I saw this on Instagram or I read it in a book or something but about your underwear and at that point I was like oh my goodness I couldn't even remember the last time I bought like nice undies and, and I literally <laughs> went out that day and put a whole new set of undies because it was it was kind of that concept of like it actually is like it's communicating something in the mm-hmm. way that you feel like if you're putting on daggy yucky undies every day that are like that's not making you feel good I see this one all sexy. the time with my mummers because they yes. wear their postpartum yes. undies yes. for years following birth and it's like come on you've got you've got to make a little bit of an effort here I'm so <laughs> guilty of that <laughs> But just on that, I think it's also really important to mention that sometimes you do need to lose your style in order to really find your style. Mm. And if you currently lack clarity and feel like you don't have a personal style, just trust that you're in a phase of evolution. Yes. Just because you lack clarity now doesn't mean that you're going to lack clarity forever. And I think that's really exciting. So what I want everyone to take from this is go and get lost, get so damn lost and get excited because you will find yourself over and over again. As human beings, we're kind of, Mm. we're not meant to remain unchanged. And like health and fitness, our style does change and evolve depending on what's going on in our Mm. life. You know, if you've not long ago had a baby, it's okay to feel and look as weathered as the shit show that is new mum life, right? Yes, so true. (laughs) And I always like to say, I love this analogy. It's like, just remember, right, that a diamond starts out as a rock and you too will (laughs) shine when the conditions are right. So you've got to be patient with yourself. (laughs) That is so true. Something I love that you do on your Instagram is that you will show like an outfit Mm unstyled basically so it's like you know a big baggy shirt and jeans and just like your hair out and it's like if you just put the pieces on straight outside of your wardrobe and then you have the version that's styled I love that because it just shows like how an outfit how elevated an outfit can be for anyone who's like feeling like they don't they might know what they like but they just Mm. don't know how to style pieces how can they start you know enjoying that what are some resources they can go to and you know do you have any just little handy tips Oh, of course. And, you know, it's a big difference, right? There is a big difference between the Massive. unstyled and Some the Some of styled. your outfits, I'm like, holy <laughs> moly, that is crazy the difference. But you've got such an eye for that, you know. You're obviously an expert in that space. But I feel like that can be a really intimidating point for someone if they just see a white shirt, but they're like, oh, you know, how do you tuck it or how do you do? Yeah, yeah. And on that, I mean, 90% of my wardrobe looks terrible on the hanger. Mm. And a lot of clothes look terrible when you walk into a shop. You wouldn't even think twice about it. So the biggest thing to take away here is that you've got to try things on. You've got to experiment. And only after you've tucked and prodded and pulled to make sure it's really not for you, 
then can you kind of disregard it? What I like to tell all of my clients is to start saving outfit inspiration. Mm -hmm. That's a really big one. And you can do this either on your phone or on Pinterest, or you can even go on your favorite clothing brands websites and just save some of their looks. But the best thing you can do to improve your styling skills is to begin to notice how other women style their outfits. And that's why I upload the unstyled and the styled. You've almost got to become a fashion critic yourself. So what I want you to do, start saving some outfit inspiration, look at one outfit that you've saved and really try and work out what it is about that outfit that makes it look so good. And Mm. more often than not, it's the little styling tweaks, the roll of a sleeve, the cuff of a jean, the tuck of a shirt, really simple things that you can do almost instantly to make clothing look way better on your body shape. And so the more outfits you critique, the more you'll start to realize that when it comes to great style, It's more about these little styling tweaks than it is about the person actually being more stylish than you. And that's really empowering. That's like, actually, I can do this. Mm -hmm. I've just got to start getting into that frame of mind of practicing and practicing and practicing. And the more you do it, you know, styling is a learned skill. It's something that can, I was definitely not like this, you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, ask anyone every time it was a free dress day at school. Oh, absolutely shocking. Some of the outfits, (laughs) some of the outfits I wore, but it's something that I prioritized and over the time I just naturally got better at critiquing and figuring Mm. out wait a minute I can actually do this yes and it is that kind of like learning it's so funny I have this like such a vivid memory of my mum was so good at always like letting me really express myself through fashion and she'd like make things for me and like I look back now and I'm like god I can't (laughs) believe you let me do that but it really helps you kind of evolve your style this one outfit I used to do singing and we'd have like this big concert at the end of the year and all I wanted to wear was this fluff skirt like I wanted a fluffy (laughs) skirt no joke my mum made me a black fluff like full-on fluff skirt and all these like pink leather looking top and a cowgirl hat like (laughs) who the hell was I I look at the photos now and I just laugh out loud but like I mum just says to me she's like I just remember how much confidence you showed Mm. up with because that's what you wanted to wear and that's how you wanted to own it. And she's like, you know, as a result, everyone was like, oh, you know, oh my goodness, look at me. She's like, the outfit was ridiculous. But everyone commented <laughs> on like your energy that you showed up in because you felt so confident. Oh. And I think back to that a lot. And I'm like, wow, it is so cool how that, you know, can evolve over time. And those, you know, learning those little strategic tucks or, you know, having a button undone versus all the way up, like how it can actually be the maker or breaker of how you feel in an outfit. Oh, it is. It's the small details that yield the the biggest results honestly it's all smoke and mirrors it's all just playing around and yeah and I think that's so beautiful that your mum allowed you to do that because that's something that you now remember and I try and do this with my own kids I will try and get my kids involved because Mm. you know so many of my clients feel that like they need to do practices like this and this relates so well to meditation and and journaling and things like that as well they feel like they need to lock themselves in a quiet room and do these things in private but why not teach our kids get them involved tell them you know this is how I'm wanting to come across today and feel what do you think I could wear today that's going to help me feel that way or how do you want to feel today let's pick an outfit for you because they're going to take that into their adult life and that is hugely powerful That is, oh, that is awesome advice. I think that's so amazing. Like having those conversations and like from such a young age as well, like it is really the way. I love seeing the way Georgia expresses herself through her fashion already. I'm like, it's my favorite part of my day. Oh, it's fantastic. And, you know, my daughter's getting a bit older now. She's over 10 and she's now starting to challenge me with that she'll often say why do you care so much about that it's just fashion and it doesn't matter does doesn't it matter more about how people 
their, what their personality is like or how people talk to you. And I'm like, absolutely. But the truth is when you look good, you feel good. Mm. And it's about a feeling more so than anything else. And I've spent many of many years not feeling my best. And, you know, aside from exercise, fashion was always the one thing that helped me elevate and lift that. And if you think yes. about it, it's a lot more enjoyable, less mm-hmm. time consuming. <laughs> yes. And it's just easier to implement than exercise or meal planning or something like that. So it's really a simple tool that you can use yeah. to instantly lift the yes. way that you feel. I know something you're big on is like using items over and over. I know you posted a beautiful dress um, that you wore to one of Danny's events with the flowers all over. It was so super cute. And you're like, I'm going to wear this again and again. And I love that because I feel like we've kind of been trained over time with social media and that, that like you can't wear the same outfit or it's always going to, you know, like it's this thought that we can't recycle clothes as much. And I love that you're such an advocate for reusing and rewearing and for anyone who doesn't love doing this what advice would you give them to really start owning using their wardrobe that they currently have versus always feeling like they need those Mm. on-trend pieces I think firstly just tuning into why you feel the need to do that in the first place like where is that coming from is that coming from society's conditioning is Mm. that because you feel like you need to feel something from somebody else every time you're in someone else's presence and then 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 you're not really dressing for yourself at all you're dressing for other people and so it's really important to sit with that and think okay is this like something that or is this a belief that I really want to take on myself or is this society's conditioning just like you know ageism or anything like that that we take on a lot of conditions Mm. but I also think it can be really really powerful as well to embrace the idea of having a a signature look or these repeat outfits because you know nearly every style icon from our Audrey Hepburns to I don't know Victoria Beckham they had or has Mm. a few signature looks that spring to mind and I think what people don't understand is that a signature look signifies a considerable amount of self-knowledge. You know who you are, what you like, what suits you, and mm-hmm. it's this confidence that makes it all the more powerful. Plus, it gives people something visual to remember you by, and that's that's really important in itself. So, you know, I once heard Ariana Huffington say that women already bear the cost of sleep deprivation and burnout. <laughs> so celebrating the idea of these repeats you know, that's allowing us the same freedom that men have in the form of time, money and effort when getting dressed in the morning. So it yeah. should definitely be something that people consider, especially if you're wanting to increase your impact and, and mm-hmm. the way that you're perceived in the world as well. Yes, definitely. Oh, I love that. So I know I threw that on you, but I feel like that was a big struggle for me for a while mm. of like feeling like, you know, different occasions, I always needed a new outfit. And it's like, now it's like trying to be savvier with like, well, what can I, how many outfits can I wear this with? Like, how can it be oh, a versatile it's, piece? Yeah. And it becomes know? a game and it becomes something yes. that you're so excited to open your wardrobe and go, okay, how can I wear this today? Yes. I want to try and get the most wear out of this. And I think also just having that mindset about really, owning what that's going to do for you the more Mm -hmm. you show up consistently looking more polished having this signature look about Mm -hmm. yourself that's only going to be a positive for you in the long run too and it's got it's that consistency which breeds that confidence 
Absolutely. I love that signature look. Like, I feel like that's such a cool thing to kind of aim for and to like work towards is having And you can that. do that in a number of different ways. Yeah, you can have like mum. Absolutely. You can have a few similar yet slightly different outfit formulas. Mm-hmm. That's going to help reduce decision fatigue too, which yes. is only going to make you more productive. But you can also do that exactly how Naomi Simpson has done that. You can just pick a color palette. And you can wear, Mm. you know, dresses, skirts, tops, pants, whatever it is, but just showing up consistently wearing most of the same color palettes. You can see Sarah from The Undone. She consistently wears black and white and gray and neutrals. That is her signature look. So you can Mm -hmm. choose to have outfit formulas that you regularly refer back to, or you can choose a color palette. You can do it. You can have accessories, wear the same Mm. sort of accessories and be known for that. But my biggest advice would be to choose something and really own that. I could talk to you about this all day, but. I'm so grateful for having you join me on the show. You're amazing, honestly. If anyone would like to follow you, I've already said they need to follow you, but let's give it one more (laughs) shout out. Where can everyone find you? Thank you, Mads. They can find me over on Instagram at feelbelook or on our website, which is just feelbelook.com as well. There's there's a blog there. There's plenty of information regarding fashion and food and fitness to help improve your confidence inside and out. I love that. And you have a squad as well. You do coaching and you have squad people can join yes we have the only online health and fitness program that includes fashion which i'm i'm pretty proud of to be yeah, honest you should be. You should be. <laughs> so feel be look is all about helping women put their health and style first without stress or you know adding unenjoyment in their lives and we do that through fun workouts food freedom and feel good weekly fashion tasks just to keep fashion in the forefront of your mind to make sure it is something that you are still prioritizing when you know life gets too chaotic oh that is awesome well thank you so much for all your ongoing support and i can't wait to give you a big hugging person at christmas when we celebrate the end of the year (laughs) thank you mads thank you for having me absolutely loved having Alicia with me on the show. Like I said, she's such a wealth of knowledge. And I guess, you know, hopefully you have established now that when we feel good about how we look, it can significantly boost our confidence and our self-esteem. You know, in a world where I guess we are often made to feel like we need to conform, our personal style really can encourage us to just embrace our own differences and celebrate our quirks and express ourselves so much more authentically. So ways that I have liked to have a lot of fun with this topic I guess and diving into this as a bit of a self-development and a mindset tool over the years is to create a bit of a Pinterest board where you can really start to get a clear crystal clear idea of your desired style you know what is it that the style you want to tap into what are the different moods or styles you have for different moods and emotional states and creating an amazing Pinterest board off that will help get you really excited and just get a clearer vision on how to execute different looks and how to really embody this in a really elevated and cool way and so then from that you can make a list this is what I did this year and it's been so fun from my Pinterest board from my 2024 vibe of my own personal style I made a list in my phone so in my notes I made a list of all the items that I needed to buy to kind of I guess really nail these styles so like a black blazer was one a black mini skirt I had like a few different t-shirts I linked all the items that I actually wanted and now I'm not letting myself buy anything outside of that list so I'm really building that like forever 
piece capsule wardrobe because for the last few years I've done a lot of the fashion pieces and the, the trendy pieces and I'm like past that phase and I'm really you know spending time going back to buying those investment pieces so building the list off that and then another fun way is to really like identify different colors or patterns that resonate with you and build your wardrobe off that. So pieces that you can wear with multiple different outfits. And then this part is really, really fun, but I can't remember who I learned this little hack off, but it is start a outfit page in the notes of your phone. So if you have an iPhone, iPhones now have this cool ability where if you hold down onto a photo, it basically like cuts out the silhouette, like the shape of you, but it will get rid of all the background of the image and you can copy that photo. So the idea is to get dressed in these different outfits that you have already in your wardrobe that you love and that feel good. Take a photo in your mirror and then hold the photo and copy the like outline, the photo of just you. And then you can copy that into your notes page And you can have all these mini photos of the outfits that you love so that when you go to get dressed for an occasion and you look in your wardrobe and you think, oh my goodness, I've got nothing to wear and I've got five minutes to get ready. You can go to the notes in your phone and you've got all of these outfits already pre-styled that you've done that you feel good in. And you can pick one that really fits the way that you feel that day and the way that you want to express yourself that day. And that has been a really fun little exercise for me to start doing this year. And it's such a cool feeling. I love, you know, really being able to embody this personal style in a better way and show up because it gives you so much confidence when you do feel good. Another thing I just want to mention before we finish this episode was there was an episode on um, Rochelle's podcast, Mindspo, that really spoke about standards. And I think I might have mentioned this in a previous episode, but it is often easy to look at this sort of stuff. Like I used to do it with my hair where I was like, oh, I just don't have the money right now to like invest in my hair. Or it's, or it's, I feel like it's a bit of a waste of money. Like I'll just let it go and I'll wear it tied back or whatever. But that like actually had such a significant impact, negative impact on my overall like self-confidence and the way that I was showing up. And when I listened to this episode on Rochelle's podcast, she really spoke to the point of like, what standards are you settling for? Because once you settle for something, so say if it is your personal style and you're like, you know what, I just like, I don't want to be investing the money right now, or it doesn't really matter what I wear. Like you're actually setting a standard for yourself to say that's okay. Whether if you actually set a standard of, you know what, I want to show up in an elevated way. Like I want to feel good every day, not just certain days. Then like you're elevating that standard for yourself. So for me today, like I've come into the podcast studio. I hardly see anyone. I sit in a room by myself, like recording, like I see the team for like two seconds, but like my, you know, producer and my main team are all in Sydney. So, you know, I don't really see anyone when I come to the Melbourne studio. I drive here by myself. I do like a two minute kinder drop off and that's it. And I sit in a room by myself recording all day. But I got in a really cute little outfit and I put my little heels on and I'm like, I want to show up in this like super abundant energy today. I want to have a bit of that feminine energy. So I'm in like a white lace play suit and just made myself feel good so that that's the energy that I'm delivering from. And it honestly has such an amazing impact. The other thing I like to do is I always place my outfits out the night before just because decisions in the morning, like the less decisions you have to make, the better, um, the more effective your mornings are going to be and the easier they're going to flow. So one thing I do though, is I pick two outfits and I lay them out because I always 
always then will go off the mood that I'm feeling. So yesterday was a prime example where I had a pink skirt out and a t-shirt and I also had the white lace play suit that I'm wearing today. And I thought that yesterday I was going to wear the white white lace play suit. That's a real tongue twister when you want to say it like that. But I ended up going with the pink skirt because when I woke up, I just felt more in a bit more of a like boss energy. I wanted to embody that. So they're just some little hacks on the way that I've really been embodying and really using this personal style as a powerful mindset tool this year to allow me to show up in the energy that I want to be in. Like always, I hope you loved this episode. If you did, please share it with a friend, a family member, someone that could use this at the moment. And if you would like to leave a review, it is always so greatly appreciated. I absolutely love reading your reviews. It is honestly one of my favorite things. And of course, if you would like to be featured as a healthy habit on the show, all you need to do is message me on at the Healthy Hustlers Instagram or at Madeline Carafa. And I would love to have you join me on the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Bye.